Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. It lives. What the fuck? Sit your ass down, Lars. Get no fucking prize here, out of here. What's there to say? We're out of beer, pal. Bob used to be a woman. Yes, we sell out. Proper roach smoking technique. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. It's a James Hatfield. There's all kinds of shit. Shower filled with women. Can a song go higher than number one? Told you to not fuck around. Cliff, fuck you. My three-year-old son could do that. I don't even have a son. Hey, man, you better wash that mic off. About the heaviest number known to mankind. There's 50 fucking percent chicks out in the house. Is that joking? No. Is he joking? No, it's serious. Here we go. Hey, this is Edwin Outwater, conductor and musical director of SNM2, and you're listening to And Podcast for All. Podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Dude, we're going to get some serious frequent flyer miles tonight, all the way to Egypt. Wow, pyramids. Sphinx. Yeah, you know, I don't know a lot about Egypt other than, like, you know, there was, like, some ancient pharaohs there way back when, and I know that it's kind of sandy over there, you know? Creeping Death is written upon some ancient pharaoh shit. Oh, you're right. So, Running I mean, red and strong down the Nile. Yeah, yeah. Is that whole song based around like Egypt? Yeah, I think it has something to do with that, <laughs> to say the least. Metallica's never played there, but if they do, they need to open and close with Creep if they ever play in probably the city of Cairo. Hey, I, I'd go over there and play a show. Maybe not right now per se, but at some point in my life. Oh, it'd be solid. It'd be fun. Maybe we can bring uh, Guy Fury with us. Guy, Guy Fieri? <laughs> guy Fury. <laughs> yeah, That's your kind of guy. It sounds like Guy is a big Metallica fan, according to the uh, tabloids today on the old social media. I read that about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Guy is a fan of, uh, what was it said, Metallica, and unfortunately Rage Against the Machine. But That's you know, what I'm getting at. You know, I'll forgive him because he's the mayor of Flavortown, and... It's good there, but Rage Against the Machine's not invited to Flavortown. Come on, man. You got to crank bomb track as you're cooking up a five-course meal. That, that's all right. There's other things that can be played. We can just turn the music off, actually, and just listen to the t- listen to the sizzle. <laughs> Pizzle's a big fan of Guy, too. Both of you guys are foodies. I love food, man. Well, Cooking Channel, too, Food I Network, can't, I can't Motor watch Trend. It on TV. Those are like, that's like what stays on, on my TV. I know, but I can't sit on the couch and watch food being made i just i don't it's not my gig i love it it's a great time well when you and guy can uh, nerd out on food in egypt i don't think you'll be wearing your black album box set uh tour jacket 
No, I don't think I'll be buying one of those. They're a little expensive, and let's face it, I probably wouldn't have ever worn it anyways. It would have just been like one of those things I was like, all right, this is cool that I have it. I just don't see myself wearing it on a day-to-day basis, especially since it's such a limited edition item. Well, what I'm getting at is three of our Podcast for All listeners got back to us last week after you said, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with our listeners? We need to know where to find this coat and how much it is, and we finally found out, dude. Yeah, we did find out, and thank you for everybody who wrote in, tagged us on Facebook. I got got some tags about it, and right? I was I was a little I I know I I take it back. I wasn't surprised. I knew it was going to be expensive. Andy Castle, DFW, J. Saskowski, Sakowski even sent the link to the non-Metallica site, and Mr. Larry Levine all wrote in in the last oh two or three days to. Tell us where to get that. So when you live in Florida and travel to Egypt, I think we're going to bypass the coat for $260. That's more than the box set, dude. Honorable mention to Bob O'Rourke for tagging us on Facebook about it, too. I did not see that. Bob is usually all over it. Yep. Dude, before we bring our guest in, I have a shout-out tonight. There's not many times we give a shout-out in an app for intro. Well, hey, we've already given out a few shout outs, so let's let's do a few more. Keep in mind, I don't even know who this person is, okay? Oh, must be special. A friend of a friend of a coworker. This goes out to Mr. Lance Nielsen. I don't even know where he's from. He's somewhere in the Twin Cities up in your neck of the woods. Okay. Mr. Lance Nielsen, I am supposed to pass along an avid and podcast for all listener. I've learned that he's catching up on all the episodes, which... That's a lot of work listening to you and I babble for over 70 episodes. See, that's why we have guests, so people don't have to listen to us talk all the time. This message is from his wife, so it's probably not good. Well then, all right. And I quote, again, Lance Nielsen, somewhere in the northern suburbs of the Twin Cities. For those of you that should be looking for at least a part-time job or finishing the basement, delete this show now. Um, I, <laughs> well, thank you. I guess is that the right I'm answer? I don't. I don't really know how to sure take that's that. Lance's wife. Um, yeah. Again, for those of you huh. that should be looking for a, at least a part-time job or finishing the basement, delete app for now. Lance, you you don't have to listen to her, man. Just just keep listening, and uh, we appreciate the clicks. And then you know what? While you're at it, both of you guys can. Give us a five-star review. Six stars. Six, maybe seven. How about two five-star reviews? I'll take that right there. I'm for that. Okay. That works. This next segment, a couple weeks ago, I was driving up the off-ramp at a fast rate to go purchase the Metallica Blacklist album of 53 Black Album Covers. Remember that statement? I do remember. I'm not a happy fan of the Blacklist at this moment in time. Hmm. And what happened this time? Not we enough are, distortion? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last week with Goodnight Texas doing of Wolf and Man and Royal Blood Sad But True, I was, I was still pumped and I was still like, I'm excited for this. This week, total 180. Don't be a hater. I mean, you can be a hater on, on these, some of it, but not all of it. These songs are not good, dude. This was a disappointing week in Blacklist world. Well, see, that's just like your opinion, man. 
That is my opinion, and I'm going to let you have my opinion. And this week is my strongest opinion to date about the Blacklist covers. All right. How how good are they really? Let us know. Awful. Oh, why? <laughs> A group by the name of the Idols tried to cover the guy that failed, and it failed miserably. You want to hear something really funny? No, because it's awful. I agree with you. That cover Thank was, you. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I didn't it even make failed. it through I didn't make it through the whole thing. Probably about 90 seconds of it, and I turned it off. The God didn't fail. The idols failed. Kamasi Washington, though, gets a golf clap from me. Dude, Awful. he... It's... it's Awful. He's a saxophonist, and it, it's jazz, and he turned it into an instrumental, like, jazz piece. It's actually quite cool. It's That he did. And I'm not ripping on an artist, and I'm not ripping on an artist's ability, because I've been ripped on as an artist's and cover band wannabe drummer my entire life and that's fine but if you're gonna cover an iconic album it should sound somewhat in the ballpark of what my friend of misery should maybe sound like good thing he did it to a song that's not quote unquote iconic to that album it's it's iconic to me and it's iconic to us yes but to the to, to the mainstream that's not an iconic song Who's going to listen to this mainstream? Who's going to listen to any Blacklist record that's... Who listens to Kamasi Washington, not mainstream people? So for a non-quote-unquote mainstream song, I think it's fitting. At least he didn't do it to like Enter Sandman, which even though I'm not the biggest fan of that song, that would be a little bit weird. But most Sandman covers are in the ballpark and were fairly well done. You gotta hear it. Listen underneath it. There is a, you can hear the song. Wasn't a fan of Weezer Sandman, but but it's still in yeah. the ballpark. It of, was all right. This is a Metallica song. This is not a Kamasi Washington song that doesn't even sound like I, I do. My hear, friend of misery. I hear some misery in that song. Yeah, you hear him say misery three or four times in a six minute jam song it sounds like some goddamn dave matthews doodle that he goes off on, on well, a 20 I, minute jam i love dave matthews so that's perfect awful there was some serious talent in that song now compare last week's good night texas of wolf and man which is a totally different style totally different artist to my friend of misery and that's how bad my friend of misery is see it just needs to sound stock to your ears I think it sounds fucking stock. <laughs> what I'm hearing is you know, the guitar shit. It's you know, it's a little stock. Well, fair enough. I mean, I, I it's not like it was my favorite one, but I actually quite enjoyed the Kamasi Washington one. Did not like the Idols one, so I will agree with you 150%. <sighs> absolutely terrible. I was really looking forward to Misery, and I'm really hoping since only one person covered the struggle within, it's a home run. I hope because we love struggle within, and if you know me well, struggles the favorite track of mine off the black record. I hope Kamasi Washington is the one that covered it. My blood is boiling at twelve forty-five a.m. Thinking of those two, I I actually listened to it again today. They came out two days ago, and I listened to it again to brush up and make sure that my thoughts and opinions are in the right you know frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Awful. Mm-hmm. I think it should be our house song for our next show. Instead of bagpipes, we'll do Kamasi Washington, My Friend of Misery. They'll really get the the crowd pumped up and ready to go. Speaking of playing a show, we got some mail this week. Not the hate train. We can't fire up the choo-choo, but a couple what? people 
emailed us and asked if we really did open with Stone Cold Crazy last weekend in Duluth, Minnesota on Lake Superior. Yeah, we did, and it actually didn't go that bad. Considering we haven't played that song in a very long time, I was a little on the edge about it, but it actually went pretty well. It was fitting, Stone Cold Crazy, because it was stone fucking cold. It was stone fucking cold wet. I do, that was one of the wettest shows I've ever played. Like, It was damp. It was a lot of sap. A lot of sap in here. Mm. <laughs> looks great. A little full. A lot of sap. Oh, dude. Keep in mind my drum kit's still in a thousand pieces, and I have to get back up there before our next show at the end of the month to piece it back together on an off day. It's going to take that long. I'm pretty sure my guitars just like fell apart. I think they just oh. melted. They just melted. I'm pretty sure when I open up the case, it's going to be like the Wicked Witch from fucking Wizard of Oz, <laughs> and it's just going to be melted in the case with a pair of ruby slippers or something. Dude, there were times where your hair, when you'd flip your hair back, like about three gallons came off it, and every time I hit one of my cymbals, yeah, it there was water just... everywhere. It looked cool, but the, the cleanup in post- show process was not fun the zorlac sticker on the zorlac esp is completely destroyed it's done oh it's it's finished and i'm gonna leave it on there as long as i can just because it has that relic look now but oh. it's gonna fall apart so soon it's toast i remember you turned around and you pointed to it and i'm like oh fuck dude yep the guitar is just wrecked <laughs> how hard is it the solo when your neck is like a river oh it's tough it's tough you're sliding all over the place after stone cold i was like this is gonna be a challenge and then you notice that bill came out like every second or third song yeah the towel and was wiping everybody's necks and the bodies off on the guitars it was brutal it was it was interesting to say the least and to think is we were still covered like in a shed amphitheater setting but the shit was just blown in sideways and there's nothing we could do it was blown in sideways, but there was a few cool moments, like when we're playing Fade, and you know Chris and I are up there on the ramps, yes. and you know with the lights coming down and the rain coming in like sideways, like it just had this cool vibe to it, like almost like when Megadeth did their uh, the show with the big four, and it, like it's, it, you know, it had this cool vibe. But other than that, in that alone, it was pretty shitty. And the cooler vibe is most of the people that came out to the show stuck around for the whole Act, set. Very actually cool. stuck around, yeah. yeah Very no, cool. We didn't get as many people as we've gotten in previous years for obvious reasons. Well, but when it's the, 50 degrees in August, people are going to stay in their house. Exactly. So everyone that came out, fucking huge shout out to Duluth. Yep. Golf clap. Big golf clap. Dude, I feel like I'm on a tangent here because, uh, boy, I've been kind of negative tonight. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's because you don't have any beer, man. Well, I'm slamming the sun-kissed orange zero sugar as we speak. Hey, orange sodas are tasty. The other things that are tasty are blackened whiskey, but I finally, I'm going to speak up and say, how many batch numbers do we really need? Uh, Enough to where Chris has uh, four lifetime supplies of blackened whiskey. That's right. Our singer, Chris Westfall, you can listen to him in the episode, Enter Left Field, is still looking for batches 85, 87, and 88. He's damn, he's damn close. He's damn close to all of them. So anybody that knows anybody that can get their hands on those bottles, please write into us. He will pay, he will pay top dollar from what we hear. We're talking like $10,000 a bottle. <laughs> well, I mean. 
or a new Tesla. Or, or a new, yeah, he's he's got a Tesla. He might be willing he to does. trade. 85, 87, and 88. They just announced today Black and Whiskey, the Master Series. How many batches and series and box sets can you sell of whiskey? This shit must be selling like hotcakes because they're making a killing if you got to come up with new ideas every week on something else to sell 100,000 bottles of. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to be the next Jack Daniels. You know, they want to replace everybody, and next thing you know, you're going to go into a bar and you're going to say, I want a blackened and Coke. <laughs> it better be that batch 99 shit. Right. Out of that 93 shit. Christmas time it's, or some it, shit. It's a lot of batches, man. They must be doing well because every it seems like every couple of weeks there's a new idea, a new box set, a new batch. Even in Duluth, we had those little shooters. Yeah, box set of yeah, shooters. Yeah, Chris had that whole box set. I couldn't believe it. I, I didn't even know Dude. they made shooters. No, I didn't either. That's how much stuff's coming up with you. Can't even keep up with how much shit they're releasing right I, now. I still have the one bottle that signed, never opened, and I, I've drank blackened before, but I've actually never had a bottle that I've drank myself. I just have tried it from other people. You have a Kirk Hammett autographed black. Kirk Hammett bottle. and Rob Trujillo. Both autographed. It was a very, very gracious gift from a very nice guest on our show. And something tells me you have not popped the cork on that. I don't think I ever will. Not on that one. That'll stay just as is, Clark. <laughs> yeah, that that stays on top of the fridge where I can see it every day. Have you ever heard of a band called Taipei Houston? I did recently. I'm sure we both saw the same post from the same gentleman, the same little Danishman. Are they trying to be the next Royal Blood? Is this like an official two-piece? That's exactly my first thought was, I'm like, all right, here we go. This this Royal Blood thing. Like, I know it seems like, you know, Lars is in this, you know, but I mean, we can call it a mainstream metal band. So you would think that maybe his kids would follow in his footsteps. But no, they're going to take like this quote-unquote artsy route, you know, because Royal Blood is... Probably not Metallica fans. I want to see the kids of one of these band members do something like the band that their parents are in. Like, I wanted to see Lars's (laughs) kid get up there and like, all right, let's see Metallica Jr. be born, you know, because if anybody's going to do it, why not be... One of the kids of one of the members, you know what I mean? But no, they end up doing some White Stripes, Jack White, Royal Blood type of shit. Which, you know what, I love all those bands, I really That's do. That's fine, so, yeah. So it's it's cool, but I was I was really hoping maybe that he would be You want to see like Blackened and Harvester of Sorrow Jr.? Yes, just once. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't want every rock star's kids to follow in their footsteps and just be clones of their parents. But like eventually, I just want to see one of these kids... Do a band similar to what their parents. As long as they don't sound like Kamasi Washington or the Idols, they're going to have a good future ahead of them. I think it's just Idols, one single, not the. You know, people might write in about that. Write in, that's fine. (laughs) The Idols fans. Don't care. The Idols. The Idols, mofos. How do you not call yourself the Idols and you just say we're Idols? Hey, we're Idols. Well, you know, that's a kind of a About as awful as their God That Failed cover. There's a lot of bands that do that nowadays. Usually oh they're more in like the metalcore bands where they pick, you know, names like Oceans or Currents or Volumes or Issues. Like these are all band <laughs> names. And they're all just sing- I, single words. Right when I heard Oceans, I went right to Pearl Jam's track <laughs> off the 10 album. Great song. <laughs> that is a great song. Oceans. I believe it's track eight. I, I couldn't tell you the track. It's a good song. 
Not the biggest Pearl Jam fan, but that album, you cannot fuck with. That album actually came out the same year as the Black album. Yes, it did. That's pretty iconic if you think about it. Those are two very major albums in the rock world. Yeah, so why couldn't Kamasi Washington cover fucking Tim? Yeah, why couldn't he cover Black or Jeremy or something? A little even flow jazz version. <laughs> Speaking of covers, Pearl Jam did an amazing cover of Love Rain Over Me by The Who. Yes. A, <clears throat> a few years back for I agree. Uh, yes. For I think an Adam Sandler movie Rain Over Me and that cover was just absolutely outstanding. Now that sounded very much like the original. I mean, and to do Robert Daltrey's voice like you got to have yes. some serious power and Eddie nailed it. Another fact you don't know about me, Jeff, after a decade, welcome yep. to the the more you know section. When I was in high school, we basically were a cover band of Pearl Jam. Really? I've I played probably 25 Pearl Jam songs, and I don't think you've ever known that. Yeah, I don't see you rocking out to even flow. That's just not, it's not oh, what I see you going hard we to. We crushed that shit. Loved it. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Favorite song to play live? State of Love and Trust. That is not the song I would have expected you to pick. Love it. I thought you would have picked like something like Black, where you didn't have to play for <laughs> half no. the songs since you're not that's a huge too, pro jam back. Yellow Lead Better, pretty chill. Black, pretty chill. Pretty a lot chill. of chill songs, but State of Love and Trust and Even Flow, very fun. Yeah, they've got a little bit more of an upbeat, you know, rocking kind of kind of vibe. And everyone says, oh, you got to see Pearl Jam Live. They're unbelievable. So I went and saw them open up for Tom Petty in 2006 or 2005. Very disappointed. I always wanted to see Petty, and I never Pet- got around to see him. Petty was great. I'm talking about Pearl Jam. That's weird because everybody I've ever talked to that's seen good. Pearl Jam says they are amazing live. It wasn't their night, and it was. And I'm not talking about being a big '80s arena rock production fan because I wasn't expecting that from them. But the show was very boring, simple, and they looked bored. Hello there. That's a disappointment. Oh, dude, we're doing our intro, and our guest is here. Look at that, right on time. Perfect timing. Thank you. Thank you. Elfie, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Elfie, good morning. Good morning to you. It's uh, 7 there? It's uh, perfectly 7 a.m. 7 a.m. there, midnight where I'm at, and 1 a.m. where Shane is at. That's right. <laughs> what a beautiful world. Elfie, welcome to uh, Season 5, Episode 6. Uh, tell everyone whereabouts you are, sir. Uh, I'm, in, uh, I'm from Alexandria, Egypt. Now I'm Alexandria? In- yeah, it's a coastal city here in Egypt. The second Close to uh, Cairo, we're guessing? Uh, uh, mm, 200 kilos from Cairo. Okay. And we're just on the Mediterranean Sea. Nice. So, yeah. It's so, I'm sure you have a pretty nice view then. <laughs> yeah, we have some view. We have some kind of uh, good view here. We have lots of beaches. Um, it's that, uh, That's good to know because I was, I was just telling Shane earlier, I don't know a lot about Egypt. I'm not going to lie. And I always obviously picture it with, and I apologize, you know, for kind of the, the stereotypical lot of desert and all of that. So, <laughs> you know, it's, no. it, it's good to know that it's, it's not always like that. And like I said, Jeff, I, I admit it. You're a tourist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I've, I've never been there before. See, the more, you know, well, you, ha- you have to come visit one day. It will I would love everything. to, I would absolutely everything. love to. Yeah. It's uh, it's more modernized now, um, especially Alexandria and Cairo. 
um, yeah, we are living in, uh, not in uh, 2021, but we're close. Elfie, I got to ask you, you always hear about uh, like travel warnings and cautions for like people from, you know, the Western side traveling over there. Would, would it be safe right now for Jeff and I to come to Alexandria? Um, you're talking about uh, the Corona thing or just safety? Just no, safety, d- yeah. Not like safety, um, I work for the airlines. We always get these briefings on where places are safe, where places aren't, and it seems like Cairo does not leave like that danger list. Like, what exactly is going on that, like, if Jeff and I came over there, it might not be the best idea. No, not at all. If uh, especially if you are two men, no, there will be no problem at all. Okay. Maybe, um, yeah, um, maybe there were some problems like. Uh, few years back when there was a revolution lots of politics going on so right. yeah it wasn't uh, too uh, it wasn't the perfect idea to come here but now it's okay everything is clear everything is uh, back to normal so yeah it's 100 percent safe i can assure you so just leave our women at home and jeff and i can come no. party with you in alexandria <laughs> <laughs> no you can bring them with you yeah <laughs> it's it's no problem but yeah it's it's safer for men that's I, what i can say yeah like gotcha. uh, you know, some cultures, it's it's y- y- lots of women come here and uh, they are tourists, and it's okay, as long as uh, they are in um, you know touristic cities or major cities, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, like anywhere else in the world, uh, it's a safer uh, world for men. Well, let's go over there with the whole band, and we'll just play some shows. We'll do a small little tour over there. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. You will have Dude. lots of uh, listeners and attendance yeah for sure egypt and the nile river we can play creeping death like 10 times yeah and it'll be one big creeping death party <laughs> imagine yeah. the die chant when we start <laughs> playing that song like it's gonna get intense we're gonna feel the shit starting to like shake well the stage will fall apart on us oh hell yeah it'd be yeah. so loud especially if you play this concert on uh, on the pyramids you know it's like uh, the perfect portrait you know um Metallica oh, that would be a backdrop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a bucket list item there. I've always wanted to see the pyramids in in person. So not only would it be amazing to play shows there, but just to be there and see that, I mean, that would be absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's, it's a life-changing experience. Yeah. To see Elfie, where you're at, not, where you're at in Alexandria or even Cairo, like how far out of the city are like are the like the main pyramids? Um for how far the city is from the pyramids? Yeah, like how, like how long of a drive? Um, it takes me from uh, Alexandria to be at the pyramids. I'll, I think less than two hours. Okay. And if yeah, if you're living in Cairo, it's a matter of um, minutes. You know, it, be because oh, it's so in right Giza, there. it's not in Cairo, okay. and Giza is uh, is a very close city to Cairo, almost once. So yeah, gotcha. it's, it's it's very close. It's in the middle, almost of in the middle of everything. So other than uh, rocking your guitar and playing covers of Halo on Fire and Turn the Page, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm a computer engineer. Um, I work as a um, quality control uh, manager here in, um, in, in a college. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit of computer and quality, a bit of this and that. That's what I do for a living. I wish I was, um, you know, a musician, but uh, you can't... Uh, well, you are one. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I wish it was my uh, how I um, you know I- how I get money, but you can't um, y- you know you can't play metal in Egypt and expect to 
make a living, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not much of a metal scene in Cairo is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good scene, by the way. It's not bad, but you can make a living out of it, you know, because, yeah, lots. we have lots of metal heads in Alexandria and Cairo, lots of metal heads, um, old ones, new ones, but it's never enough to make a big, uh, you know, like, um, yeah, it's, it's not big enough to make a living. Gotcha. A couple years ago, Jeff and I got to play uh, two shows in Bahrain and absolutely loved it. And we were shocked how many how many Metallica fans are in Bahrain. Yeah, for sure. We have lots of Metallica fans in the Arab world. It's 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 crazy. Whenever wherever you go, from east to west in the Arab world, from Dubai, even Saudi Arabia, uh, right. Egypt, we have lots. Um, you know, west. Well, we know where we're going Morocco. next. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to make twenty twenty two. Yeah, hopefully. Residency um, in Cairo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming to Alfie's place because he overlooks the Mediterranean. Yeah. It's going to be big if, you, if you're if um, you planning for something here in, in Egypt, especially in Dubai. It's going to be really big and lots of good metal fans, diehard metal fans. What's the, uh, what's the city or country where people travel to to see Metallica from Egypt? Well, uh, my first... Um, concert i've seen for metallica it was in, was in athens greece it was okay. uh, two th- 2010 i was uh, that was the first uh, live concert i've ever seen metallica and i was so lucky it was uh, sony sphere so it was the big four so oh wow uh, yeah so the first time i've had the chance to see metallica i saw megadeth anthrax uh, slayer what a day oh, wow huh? that's yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I consider myself lucky huge yeah. I thought I was lucky and I saw it in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it was in the movie theater they filmed it in I think it was Warsaw. Uh, S- Sofia in Bulgaria. Oh yeah, Bulgaria. You're right. Sofia. I was totally yeah. wrong. Insert family feud buzzer for Shane right here. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually 2 days after my concert in in Athens, Greece. 2 days, just 2 days after it so yeah why was i thinking warsaw jeff totally totally wrong yeah poland i don't know i'm all flustered from these blacklist covers that came out yesterday that i'm not a fan of my head is just you know flustered all you can keep thinking is kamasi washington is a g it was horrible (laughs) (laughs) i did like jason's uh riff and mixtape it was cool to hear the the misery riff raw yeah no production or anything Loved it. Wish there was more of that. Pretty deep. Oh, I'm sure there will be. Elfie, how many times have you seen them live? Uh, twice, actually. Nice. I've seen them the first time, like I told you, in Athens, Greece, 2010. And the second time was uh, in my honeymoon, luckily, uh, 2017 in Amsterdam. Wow. Wow, yeah. you got quite the lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a big uh, Metallica fan. Actually, um, I remember uh, our very first conversation... Um, well, our very first conversation ever, me and my wife, um, I just asked her, do you like Metallica? And her answer was just perfect. Who wouldn't, you know? <laughs> nice. Like, wow. Yeah. She's a keeper. That's, yeah, that's a very good answer. Yeah. You're like, so when we get married, our honeymoon, Metallica, <laughs> here we come. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was We're going to Amsterdam. It was the main event in our honeymoon to 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 go and and, and see Metallica live and yeah oh, absolutely not just 
going to Amsterdam, because I mean, that's that's a big deal in itself right there. Most people would be like, holy shit, I'm going to Amsterdam for my honeymoon, but we're going to Amsterdam and we're seeing Metallica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't I get am... much better than that. <laughs> no, no. First, we're going to the red light district. Then we're going to hear Jump in the Fire. (laughs) Now we're talking. Red light district, newly married. What's up? (laughs) Looking for a good time. (laughs) And yeah, we had all the time and we went there too early and we were like at the first row. So it was, uh, yeah, a different experience from the Sony Sphere 1. Sony Sphere, it was like 40,000 people, um, you know, open air. But this one was a stadium, and we were almost in the first or second row. So it was, wow, James was too close to be real, you know? (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. That means you stood outside for 12 hours like those crazy people do. Mm, No, just for like, uh, no, we were in Amsterdam, so the Dutch people don't have that much time. So, yeah, Three, four hours were perfect. Oh, that's for us not bad. To, yeah, yeah, to, to, to get on the first. <laughs> they don't have much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because they're at the red light district smoking up, Jeff. <laughs> it's because they're working. You hear that? All the all the people over here that just sit around and don't work. People work and then they go to concerts. They don't take all fucking day and wait outside <laughs> an arena to get in. Hey, remember Ricardo from Costa Rica? They lined up like 15 days in advance. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. It was like days in advance. You know what? 15 days. Oh, just to get on the rail. You know, that's that's on a whole nother level. That's just pure commitment at that point. They don't have a lot of time. I love that statement. That was perfect. We need to get t-shirts made of that hashtag. They don't have a lot of time. I will say on the North American uh, Black Ticket Arena Tour, people were lining up at some crazy times. I don't know how you get in line at five in the morning, and you know by the time the night wraps up, it's twelve one in the morning. That's a lot of time on your feet, man. I've been to concerts where you know <sighs> you're in an arena and there's a general mission, there's the floor, and I've shown up at you know when the concert starts, and I've still made it up front. So I don't know why people feel the need to show up so early. You can work. oh, that's early, dude. You can work. You can show up when the show starts and still manage to work your way because there's always going to be that one person that has to pee that's too <laughs> stubborn to leave their spot. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> pee in a bottle or something. <laughs> yeah, this episode, Jeff, we're not talking about my my bathroom issues. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not in a parking garage ramp in Vancouver, and I'm not in the van coming home from Sturgis on this episode. You got it? Never been to come and go in my life. So we don't have to stand in light. We're just going to hang out with Elfie and his wife in Amsterdam from now on. Yeah, I'm in. I've always wanted to go there, too. <laughs> None of this 40th anniversary San Francisco shit. We're, we're going to Amsterdam. We're over it. I think the yeah. furthest, or wait, the closest I've been to Amsterdam, we had a layover there, I think, on the way to Bahrain. So I got to be in the Amsterdam airport for like a few hours and that was such a tease i have to correct you on that that was on the way home oh was it? from uh bahrain and that's when bill and i decided to hit the champagne in the delta club <laughs> in the morning for brunch that's right and you saw you saw steven spielberg <laughs> <laughs> let's just say i was in rough shape for the breakfast hour in the delta sky club <laughs> Dude, we were all in rough shape after that trip. We were gone for like five or six days, and I think collectively, between the whole trip, we had like maybe six hours of sleep in like five or six days. It was ridiculous. 
But why I decided to go to the champagne bottle at 7 in the morning on a four-hour layover was not the brightest idea on the way home. Probably not the best. I just need to hang out with Elfie in Amsterdam and... And not go to the to the Sky Bar. And not go to the Delta Sky Club, and you can party all day because, according to him, people don't have enough time, and then we can just get in line around 5 p.m. and still make it to the rail. And still make it, and then still have time to party afterwards. Oh, my God. Yeah, indeed. Elfie, what's your first memory of the Mighty Metallica? The, the first time you saw him, saw a picture of him, heard him? When, when did Metallica become big in Egypt? It's been always big in Egypt since... Um, okay. Um, um, I'm 40 years old, so um, in the early two of us, <laughs> yeah. So in the very early 90s, um, um, you know, no social media, nothing like that, and um, uh, not much CDs for s- such bands like Metallica or heavy metal. So uh, it's only people who are living in America or living around Egypt that come to Egypt and bring those CDs. So yeah, the first time um, it was my 11th birthday. And a friend of mine, um, you know, I I I, um, I didn't give much um, you know um, ear to music at that time. So a friend of mm-hmm. mine decided to make me um, a collection uh, tape, and it was two. One of them was pop songs, you know, the the, the very common, and Just the like other a one, tape? yeah, a pop mixtape, and the other okay. one I've never listened to Metallica ever, never ever heard of them. And then um, he uh, another tape you know, uh, written upon it, Metallica. And in, um, I remember it was uh, the first song I've ever, the first riff, uh, Disposable Heroes. And I was like, wow. And I, I started listening to this collection for like months. I couldn't get over, I, I, ca- I couldn't get over it, couldn't move on. Then, um, you know, a um, few months later, um, the release of uh, San Diego, the video, Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and he got it, the VHS, and it changed everything. It changed everything to me. You know, like, yeah, this is this is it. You know, when I saw James, uh, when I saw Jason and James, honestly, uh, I can remember I, um, uh, it was VHS. I had to pose the, uh, there was no um, posters or magazines talking about Metallica, but I I used to pose the the video and you know get, get my camera and take pictures and then put it on the wall. It was uh, crazy. It was crazy the first time I've seen um, San Diego and I decided to be I've decided to 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 do this, you know, to play music, you know, sure. um, sing, uh, do what James was doing. He was like on the top of the earth, you know, with his stand and whatever and the energy f- from Jason used also brilliant Lars and, and, and Kirk and then I got into Metallica like um, crazy and I was at school um, I was called the Metallica guy I used to be nice. punished because yeah I, I used to be punished because I uh, I used to draw Metallica logos everywhere around <laughs> on the wall <laughs> on the desk everywhere <laughs> everywhere you can I could leave a trail you know uh, I was here by just writing Metallica um, and yeah and then I started listening deeply nothing but metallica for almost two or three years just listening to the albums that was before load so it was few a couple of years just listening to like five or six albums just that i couldn't yeah to 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 swallow and then um 
yeah a um, few years later i started playing guitar and started singing and it was all revolved about um, around metallica yeah uh, it changed what was the my life what was concert. the first metallica song you learned i played yeah like what was the first metallica song you you learned on guitar um fate to disposable black. fate to <laughs> black fade to black yeah 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 it was the first one and i was um uh, i used to play it just at home and then uh, there was um uh, a graduation party a small graduation uh, party and a friend of mine thought okay i've listened to you uh, playing and singing uh, fade to black why don't you come to this graduation party we'll give you the mic and just go sing it and i wasn't just practiced or anything about that but uh it was nice, you know, and, and I recognized, yeah, this could be nice uh, singing Metallica. Um, I tried to make my um, cover bands for Metallica, but um, uh, I prefer to uh, uh, not just be a c cover band. I just... Um, I, I I thought it's it's gonna be um, a good idea if you can relate that this is a Metallica fan or this is a Metallica um, influenced mm -hmm. without putting Metallica into words. Just right. um, you know what I mean. Yeah. Maybe the the name of the band was obvious, Hatefield, but uh, yeah, the music I tried to make it a little bit. Uh, you have to listen to know that yeah, where it you know where it comes from. You know. That's what's so cool. And for people that don't know, your Instagram is just straight up hate field. And I watched your covers of Halo and Turn the Page and the twist you put on them. Creative. I love it, man. Hate field. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very Thank cool you. stuff, man. So do, do you have plans to, you say you see Metallica twice. Do you have plans for a third time? Are you going to go to the 40th anniversary show coming up yeah. here? Or? It's, it's, it's a long uh, way to the USA to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'll try to make it uh, on their next uh, Euro tour. You know? Oh, yeah, next summer. Uh, yeah, next summer I'm, I'm really going to try to make it. And, and then yeah, I'm going to move to Alexandria, Egypt, and we're starting a band together, Alfie. We got this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm here waiting for you. Okay, Anytime, good. anytime. You're welcome. Well, for those of us who can't make it to the show... We've been doing our and voting for all segment where we've been doing a 20 week countdown and we're trying to pick some rare songs that we would like to hear Metallica play. So we're picking some of the more rare songs off of each album. You get to vote between one of them and choose which one you would rather hear them hear them play live. So this week we're on the second week of Master of Puppets because we've gotten two weeks from each of the first five albums. So this, this is week six with 15 weeks to go, correct? Correct. Got it. So. And I've been highly disappointed the last two weeks in our Ride the Lightning votes. Yeah, I definitely didn't. Holy cow. I didn't expect things to go that way. I for sure thought that Escape would take the cake, but. And Cthulhu really won, and it was weird because when I voted for Escape, it said a hundred percent. I was like, "Oh wow, everybody voted for Escape!" And then you sent me the other one. I'm like, "Oh, something's something's happened in here." Yeah, when you voted, Elfie was hacking you with his computer skills all the way from Egypt. Computer hacking <laughs> skills, nunchuck skills. Girls only like guys with skills. <laughs> I was just gonna say the line, but you finished it. <laughs> all right, so is that when he says, "Yeah, but I'm pretty good with the bow staff." Yeah. <laughs> Love Napoleon. Nobody's going to go out with me. 
Have you asked anybody yet? No, but who would? I don't even have any good skills. What do you mean? You know, like nunchuck skills, bow hunting skills, computer hacking skills. Girls only want boyfriends who have great skills. All right, so this week on In Voting for All, we have Leper Messiah versus Damage Inc. Which song would you rather hear Metallica play live between those two? Dam- Damage Inc. Ooh, that was Damage. quick. That was very quick. Sure. Yeah, I. Um, the more rare the song is, the more I want to listen to it and watch it live, you know, because, yeah, that's my And my you, you feel that Damage Inc. is a more rare song than Leper Messiah? Well, if you uh, if we go to the statistics, you may find that they may play may have played Lipper Messiah more times live. I think it's I think we got to find this one out. Let's I got to look this up. Let's uh, fi- fire up the old computer. Fire up the, <laughs> yep, fire up the old computer and <laughs> let's see what the verdict is. Because I'm curious. I'm guessing that they've played Leper. Oh man, I don't now, know. Now last week we sat in your garage, Jeff, and talked. Probably 15 minutes too long and sounded like two complete nerds trying to guess how many times a song has been played live. Yeah, and well, we didn't do so good. I'm not guessing. And we're still going to do it now. I don't know what if I'll guess a number. Leper and Damage? <clears throat> Leper and Damage, but which one, before you look it up, which one do you think has been played more? I'm going to go with Damage. That's Yeah, I was going to go with Damage, too. And Elfie's picking Damage, and I didn't have to think much about this. If you go back... 70-plus episodes when you and I introduced ourselves to the podcast world and talked about our top five songs on the I Disappear Desert. One of mine was Damage Inc. I forgot that, but yes, now I do remember. <laughs> so I'm going with Damage. I mean, I, I I'm, going, I'm, I'm going with Damage as far as I think that song has been played more times, but that's not my pick for this vote. Wow. I'd Jeff's a messiah. I'd rather hear Leper Live. And I want Lars to count it off with a vocal mic. One, two, one, two, three, four, five. And I just want that would be cool. I just want James to go. Okay, here's some stats. You ready for some stats? All right. Yeah. Damage, 293 times. Jeff Winslow Messiah, 118. Oh, yeah. See, we knew that damage had been played more live. Oh, yeah. We crushed that. Yeah. Maybe the years before uh, releasing. um, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the early days, maybe, where people were more comfortable listening to such a song. Now people... um, are not uh, nowadays fans they they um, or not not people nowadays they want to listen to you know a little bit softer songs no i'd agree with you and it's definitely it's it's a rare track by mainstream standards for sure damage inc is and that's that's the whole idea behind this is we're just trying to 
pick the songs that you wouldn't hear played normally you know on a mainstream radio station and damage is not a song that you're going to hear on a mainstream radio station exactly 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 there you have it folks in voting for all week six which rare rarer of the two tunes would you like to hear in december at the chase center damage inc versus leopard messiah polls open thursday morning closing late thursday night with results on friday do not disappoint me for three weeks in a row you know, I say it every week. Fire do over the, trap do the and right Cthulhu thing. over escape. Really, people? Really? 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 We're going to get messages saying, hey, we just want to hear sad but true and nothing else matters. <laughs> like, quit with all this bullshit. Like, what the fuck is a two by four other than something you use to build shit with? I can't wait till we get to load because I have no idea what your list looks like. I'm looking forward to it. It's interesting load. and it's going to be fun. So that closes out the uh, the two songs from Puppets. Next week, are we going into Justice or are we going into Garage Days? <laughs> you yeah, know, we're going the bass less traveled. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Green Hill versus Last Caress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we don't touch on Garage Days. It does. It waits until it gets down to Garage Inc. We're going to the baseless album that Jason Newstead, by the way, just talked about on a. Metal Hammer podcast. You should all listen to it. It was solid. And we just talked about Garage Days last week. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, go take a listen. We don't talk nearly enough about the record, but we do say a couple cool things. In Jeff's garage, you can hear the crickets outside, yep. and I still have the mosquito bites to prove it. Hey, it was a nice night. Elfie, what kind of bugs and mosquitoes are in Egypt? What kind of critters you got over there? Lots of them. I'm not. Uh, I don't know uh, the specific names, but uh, those who those you can find in hot weather. So snakes. Y- no, not much snakes. Not Good. Okay. I'm my coming over there. It's not like Australia. Then I'm on my way. I I see. I don't do snakes. No, no <laughs> snakes. No snakes. Very rare. Spiders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spiders, spiders don't bother me. Yeah. Uh, Scorpions. Scorpions. No, I haven't seen a, a real scorpion in front of me, no. Okay. Didn't have the chance yet. What, hmm. What's the shit over there? Can, what's the dangerous like creature over there that can kill you? An elephant. It's going to stomp on you, dude. <laughs> dangerous creatures in Egypt? I don't know. People with small brains. Maybe. The sun? <laughs> it's not a camel. No, no, no. People with small brains. You know, Small brains. Small brains. <laughs> People with small brains is what's going to kill you over in Egypt. You don't got to worry about creatures. You don't got to worry about camels, exactly. no elephants, just the sun and people with small brains. Never heard of no one so shit all stupid as you driving off that road. You must have got manure for your brains. Yeah. Well, I'm from out of town. So. Have you been to um, any Arab countries before uh, except for Bahrain? Uh, I've been I've been I've been to a few. He's been to a lot. Yeah, I've, I've been been to a couple other. Not as many as Shane has, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit like Morocco if you've been there. I have, yes. So so and then nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's modernized. You can find anything. You can find um, desert. You can find beaches. You can find cities. I want to um, walk inside the pyramids. I know there's modern cities. Isn't there? You can take tours in that, right? Yeah. I think I saw one of the guys I follow on Instagram, Jorge Mazdaval, the UFC fighter. He was there recently, and he was filming, walking through there. I was like, that looks amazing. I need to do that in real life. That just it looks great. 
yeah, it's 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 different. Hey, it's, it's when I was in different. Morocco, there were some hot-looking women, so I hope you have the same. Yeah, we have lots of hot women. <laughs> He's on the Mediterranean, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially Beaches, the Mediterranean. Warm yeah, weather. Yeah. Dude, think how many bikinis are hanging out in Alexandria, Egypt. Hey, I uh, bikinis and Mediterranean <laughs> food, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, lots of bikinis here. Uh, lots of bikinis also in Sinai's. Um, yeah, we have beautiful girls. I thought you uh, said cyanide. <laughs> no, no, cyanide. Yeah. Cyanide Egypt. Have a what good trip. Cyanide? cyanide? <laughs> Forevermore. <laughs> App was turned into a circus act tonight, Joe. Yes, it has. It has. That's because it's so late and so early oh my at the God. same no, time. No, it's, it's 7.30 in Cairo. The day's just beginning. Yeah. Oh, my God. A few minutes ago, it just began. Elfie, you're a fan of uh, and Podcast for All. You know some of our segments on the show. What else would you like to talk about tonight? Well, I'd like to talk uh, about um, really, um, I don't know. I don't want to be philosophical, but um, I, like I think. philosophical. Uh, we yeah, actually yeah. said that word last week in Jeff's garage. We did. It's funny you say that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um the Metallica um, uh, family around the world, it always gives you um, something really bigger than you that you belong to. Um, it's so easy if you're at any part of the world, if you have seen anyone with a Metallica shirt, you can easily talk to them. You know, it's, it's like a real big family, um, especially for someone like me who um, has the language barrier and, the, you know, I'm from the other side of the world but whenever you go anywhere in the world and, and you see a metallica shirt it's it's always easy to connect to y you will always have lots of things to talk about um it's like um a bigger family you know and 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 i really appreciate what you're doing you're gathering a family uh, to me it's it's um it's very important to to feel this way because it's something that I really, um, uh, it takes lots of my thinking and lots of my, uh, you know, senses w since I was so young. So it's it's good to still be connected, you know. I, I don't think, um, I don't know, I don't want to be selfish, but I don't think there is another band who has a family like Metallica, or I'd right. like to think so, yeah. Um, hey man, Kiss has an army. Army. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the idols. <laughs> yeah, the idols. Yeah, but <laughs> let's put the X and sex, baby. There's the army. Right, kiss army strong. <laughs> but Metallica no, I, family. I agree with you. The Metallica family. Are, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying. No, I was just saying. I agree with both of you guys. Yeah. You can always feel passion whenever you talk about anyone uh, about if you're talking about Metallica. It's so the, the conversation will be so passionate, you know. Um, um, yeah, it, it gives you something really big, something important, and first of all, so something you chose to be a part of. You know, right. it's not that like uh, like where you're from or whatever. This is something you chose. This is a family you chose. And you stuck to it, and you stick to it for so many years. And you know, I'm telling you, I'm, I was like 11 years old when I watched uh, San Diego, and now I'm 40 years old. I thought I will, um, I will, um, it will fade away. 
lots of people when I was younger, they told me it will fade away. You will never like um, Metallica or, or same with me. My parents, music. yeah, yeah, and uh, lots of my parents and my friends, even mm -hmm. people who introduced me to Metallica, the guy who have watched the the, the the San Diego with his, he doesn't listen to Metallica anymore. But uh, surprisingly, the the older I get, the more attached I am, and mm -hmm. it's man, it's like um, um, you, you're seeing your 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 part of the family they're growing old like um they're growing yeah i've been watching um metallica since they were like 20 something years old now they mm -hmm. are 50s um and and y you see your life um you know through them you know when they when now they look older you know that you are now older you know and and now you get back to some of their older albums like um not older albums like i, I like to compare mass um S&M, I, I say, okay, James was almost my age when he made S&M. And, right. you know, you, you, the timeline is, is amazing how it developed. And, yeah, it always felt like a family, you know. Even before, um, something funny, even before the social media thing or Facebook or whatever, uh, I used to log in uh, to Metallica.com. Uh, every day of my life, the first thing I do in the morning for so many years was logging into Metallica.com, logging into Metallica, metontour.com, and yep, just yep. download the photos, you know, download all the photos. Yep. I, I remember jump back in the studio. I was, um, I used to wake up early uh, so that whenever they upload the photos, I'll be there and, and, and watch them and, and yeah. It, and then came Facebook and now the band can update you every day. <laughs> you, you can be up to date, you know, you, you can have notifications, but back in the day, you have to go to the website every morning and, and see if there's anything new. It yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember before it was Metallica.com, I believe it was MetClub.com. Yeah. The original website in the late 90s. I Jeff, do you yeah. remember Bite the Lightning, the CD-ROM? No, I don't classic i still have mine unfortunately bite i don't lightning. remember that bite b-y-t-e the light <laughs> cd-rom and back when cd-roms were like you know the biggest thing like the most advanced thing it came with like 18 images and four videos and that's all they could fit on that disc but at the time it was like dude look at this shit. oh i know there was some legit things i remember <laughs> and it's crazy to think how times have changed i when i was a kid i got a a hot wheel that had a floppy disk that came with it and you could play like a little game or something on it but it's just crazy to think that how right. how times have changed you know and like cd roms you know you get as a sampler pack or you get some kind of you know demo that's got a bunch of you know the upcoming singles mm -hmm. or whatever and it's not like that anymore i miss the samplers that you know you get the free sampler at gc when you would go there and the physical copy yeah and you don't it's it's missing and i love apple music i love spotify even though everyone says they're ripping everyone off i get it but i like the convenience of it but i miss that old school physical copy yeah i had to click on i was trying to watch elfie's halo on fire and turn the page he's got it on spotify and it said please sign up for an account so i had the don't tell anyone this, but use a different app to listen to it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have a Spotify account just so I can listen to Rogan's podcast. Elfie, it's yeah. funny you, what, what you said about when you watch San Diego or Seattle or S&M, you, you kind of feel that age when you watch that stuff. And then you turn it off and it's like, oh, God, I'm 40. 
That's how I feel like a kid when I watch Cunning Son still. That's what it is. I mean, I could sit down and throw in in uh, the VHS part two of San Diego, and I'm like, okay, 16 years old on the couch at dad's. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, and I feel so proud when I even um, uh, know by heart everything, uh, all the talks between the songs. Even I can, I, I, I've saved it by heart. You know, whenever James is talking to the crowd, you know exactly what you're saying. Because how many times do you think you've watched San Diego, Alfie? <laughs> Well, I, I I can't think of a number, but uh, it's gonna sound stupid to <laughs> to other people, you know. But no, what is it? No, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Five hundred. Five hundred times? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't want to be exaggerating, but yeah, yeah. Five hundred <laughs> is is fair enough for forty years, uh, for thirty years of listening to Metallica. Yeah, and I really like the idea of um, the last year's idea of um, Metallica Mondays. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it was for me. It was tiring because um, the the concerts uh, always used to start at two a.m. here, and oh I have that's right. It'd be yeah. late for you. Yeah, and I have work here at like seven a.m. <laughs> so, I, but I, I can't just miss it. You know, it, it won't happen again. That Metallica yeah. are so generous and giving us so much, <laughs> um, you know, videos to watch every week. It was it was crazy and and awesome footage and awesome mix and and great footage. Yeah, and and from all the eras, it was yeah. wow and very special shows. Um, yeah, uh, but it was sometimes so loud. 3 a.m. Someone had to knock the door, and you know, it's 3 a.m. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a concert here. Yeah, so but we're yeah, partying yeah. to the Justice Tour on the beaches of Alexandria. It's all good. Wow, Justice Tour. Wow, uh, Jeff, just think, Elfie's heard Lars say, "I don't think James could keep up with me, huh?" You think the boy wants to jam? <laughs> I think the boy wants to jam. Check this out. Check, this out. check it out, San Diego. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, exactly. Check it out, exactly. Alexandra. <laughs> Jeff, how many yeah. times do you think you've watched? I'm guessing your most watched video is Seattle. Yeah. Between, or is it cunning? Between, <clears throat> well, between those two. Um, yeah, I mean, cunning's definitely up there. I don't know. How many times do you think you've watched it? Hundred? Yeah, I mean, th- see, this is the thing. Some kind of monster? I mean, I've seen that a lot, too. I've seen Year and a Half a lot. This is the thing that really, you know, I'm hearing, you know, the stories and, you know, the Metallica family. And this is this is what's truly amazing about what they've done is, like, for someone like me, like, I'll admit, I don't revisit a lot of the dvds especially not as of recently i don't listen to metallica every day that being said that doesn't mean i'm any less of a metallica fan than i've ever been and that's yeah because you're listening to rage against the machine <laughs> yeah, i'm listening to no but the thing is is that it's it's that <laughs> the it, idols it's made that much of an impact to where it's like you know i haven't watched cunning stunts or you know san diego in and quite some time but i feel like i could still remember them line for line like it was yesterday and you know especially oh, growing God, yeah. up i mean i probably i probably watch cunning sons easily hundreds of times in seattle you know san diego probably not as much i'll I, i'll admit but definitely seattle and cunning yeah because you had to get up after the drum solo to put in the next vhs <laughs> yeah well i had the dvd so after the guitar solo i believe i, I had the dvd i was i was privileged no <laughs> you lucky kid you 
I went to Best Buy and they didn't have the big box set, the big, you know. I, right, right, I always right. wanted that big, huge, like, road case box set, even though I knew, you know, right. VH, I just, I wanted that box because it was so Just cool. to have the case. It was so cool. Um, talking about um, cunning stunts, actually, I remember how I got it. I was, um, like, 15 years old or 14 years old, so I had, like, um, uh, a trip with the school to um, Sinai, okay, from Alexandria here, it's like um, 12 hours by bus. So Ooh. it was um, too late at night. We are coming back from Sinai. And I finished all my money. And I just want to go home and sleep, you know. And um, it was some kind of a rest house in Cairo before reaching Alexandria. It was still two hours to go. And I've almost spent all my money. I just want to go home. And suddenly, um, when we were at the rest house, they... they um, they were um, showing some tapes um, and VHS, and suddenly I n- I saw Cunning Stunts, the 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 video, the original, and it was like, what? How the hell did this come here? Right. And it was the first time ever I've seen it, and I just couldn't. Um, I don't know. There was it wasn't easy to order things back then, so I had to go back to the bus to my friends and to the teachers and I had to collect money you know <laughs> I, I have to get it right now and whenever I go home I will just go there get your money back but I have to get this video and yeah I was collecting money in the bus my friends from my that friends and cool. the teachers yeah yeah and I, um, I, I I couldn't leave there I couldn't leave the place without having um, cunning stunts with me and I I, I that remember that is a cool story yeah it is yeah and I I remember so I So you're kind of like on a school field trip? Yeah, it was like a school trip and I remember okay. I I I, I, w- I really was dying to sleep and when I came home it was like um, s- 6 or 7 a.m. uh I couldn't sleep. I just uh put the VHS and enjoyed watching it over and over and over again and and I forgot about sleeping and I forgot about everything. <laughs> it was wow, you know, it was uh so life. you can recite the uh, fucking live gig Seven Eleven line just fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I don't know Christmas time or some shit. So he prefers the fuel for fire version over the reload version instead. Oh, the alternate <laughs> lyrics, the <laughs> repetitive. See, that was just they were looking to the future with Saint Anger. They're like, all right, let's see how this goes if we just repeat the same words over and over again and see what happens. If you I could just picture Elfie going down the aisle of the bus with like a cup going, any spare change would be greatly appreciated. I have to get this video. <laughs> well, yeah, And I was, I, I was so dramatic. And I was like, guys, it's so important. I have to get something. It's so important. I didn't tell them what it is. But it's so important. I had to get it. And then I came back <laughs> to the VHS. <laughs> What's that? It's Metallica Live, man. Okay. And everyone's like, what? We gave you money for that shit? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was cool. That's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we, you know, we wrap it up with Alfie, we gotta know because obviously you are a diehard Metallica fan. You you know tons of stuff about them. You can recite these these concerts word for word. Tell us if there was one song that you you would just erase from existence. One song that could not be. What song would it be for you? Erase. If it or you know maybe that's a little harsh. How about we just say the song that you would skip, the song that should not, the be. song that should not be. So <laughs> from Metallica, which song would it be? You know, you hear it on the radio, or you even hear it, you know, on shuffle, and you're just like, eh, you know, maybe I'm gonna skip that song. <laughs> 
Like I said, well, I think I went a little too harsh with erase. <laughs> okay. Um, While you think of that, Elfie, which song in Amsterdam did you see? The September 4th or the 6th? Uh, 4th. On 2017, right? Yes. Okay. It's uh, it's the concert where if you uh, where James uh, fell uh, while he was playing. Oh, when you he fell into the the, uh, the pit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember wow. that video. It huh. was the first uh, first concert uh, in the first leg of the European tour, and the now that we're dead, little holy fell into exactly, exactly. They were like, that's "Hey, a, that's a cool thing that, that you say." I mean, it wasn't cool, but you witnessed a little bit of Metallica. Yeah, history. he was in front of me. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the fans yeah, were like, "Hey, there's a there's a hole there, bud." <laughs> <laughs> we, everyone opened their mouth, you know. Even even Rob, you know, we were everyone. Dude, that looked like it hurt. The yeah. way he fell under that, and like how the guitar hit his chest I'm like oh that had to leave a mark yeah yeah he, he was uh, tense for like one or two minutes then it's nothing he was cool as ever you know but if you're asking me about a song that I can skip wow it's it's a very hard question very very hard question but um, not because I hate it not because I hate it or I, I dislike it or, or, or anything uh, but I would go for Enter Sandman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know what? Now, that, now my my original oh my, my original God. Sandman comes back in. It actually came. Yes. All the way from Egypt, it happened. Yes. Okay. So I originally, when we started this way way back, when I said Enter Sandman, and Shane would not accept it. No. I eventually. Wow! It actually popped up. That's oh, that's that might take the prize uh, more than Dino's from Chicago about Orion. No, that no, that definitely doesn't. Because I I still agree with him. God. Oh. Now now I'm on the level of skipping. We're not talking about erasing from existence. Black in 2020. That could have that could have been a song that never was. But Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman from Egypt. We're gonna call it E E. Yep. It definitely <laughs> can be skipped. Oh man, Alfie, you get a big golf clap from me. But it's not that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Why didn't you say My Friend of Misery from Kamasi, Washington? Because he loves that cover because it rocks. <laughs> That's the song that should not be for the entire year. I, idols or Currents or whatever the fucking that band was called. The Idols That Failed. The Idols. Yeah, that can be erased. But wow. I never thought we'd hear Sandman in this segment. Yes. Is a first for everything, folks. Wow, I got so excited. I was starting to get kind of tired, you know, because it's late. And now I'm fucking <laughs> pumped again. <laughs> Jeff's ready for that 52-hour episode with Met Fan Mike. Yeah, here we go. Just start talking about the hatred for Sandman, and I'm up for like three days. <laughs> I definitely don't hate it. <laughs> no, I don't hate uh, it either. Uh, no, maybe the song that should not be. It's definitely. <laughs> yes. Mick Rock, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? Bob probably says, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that song. I don't want to listen to it either. <laughs> I bet you Bob probably skips it when it comes on the radio. <laughs> I'm looking at the set list from Amsterdam. Fourth slot. Through the Never. Ooh. Yeah. That's early on, too. Yeah. Right after Seek in the round. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, you're going to be pissed. They played Dream No More. Ooh. They played Am I Evil? And the first encore was Blackened. Hey, we almost played Blackened, but it was a little wet. <laughs> a little wet in Duluth. 
Alfie, that's a hell of a show you saw. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I can tell you, um, before um, going there, me and my wife were just praying that they uh, they're gonna play um, Halo on Fire, because oh, yeah. uh, you know this part. Um, da -da 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 the, yep. You know the drum snare, and then goes the music. Uh, you know this was um, that's the our, crowd part. Our moment. This was our moment. We were wishing they are gonna play this song, and then I told her, "Okay, I will just uh, hold you on my um, on my back, and you have to wave to James w when this um, thing is playing, <laughs> when this song <laughs> is playing." But she hurt her neck before the show, and <laughs> and. Imagine going yeah, to Metallica concert. Yeah, she was headbanging through the never, and then she got tired. Yeah, yeah, she had to take lots of uh, painkillers in order to um, headbang, you know, while it hurts. But it was nice, and they played Hell on Fire, and I, th we thought this is the Metallica's gift to our um, marriage, you know, Hell on Fire That's played huge. live in front of us. It was, it was really especially huge. for your honeymoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really huge for us, and it was a moment that I will never, never ever. Um, that is special. Yeah, and also, uh, I was wishing for uh, I was wishing that they could play Blackened because uh, Blackened is the song I will take. Um, if you want to skip a song, you know, uh, it's uh, Enter Sandman, and if um, you, you want to tell me what's the song, you you can um, take it to your grave. You right. know, it's Blackened. It's 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 black and it That's has a strong statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To your grave. That sounds like a new segment on a podcast for all. <laughs> the song yeah, that I should take not it to be my grave. The song. Yeah, I don't know. It, it stays with you forever, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't blackened. grave on me. <laughs> blackened. Jeff, they played Halo that hanged into evil, and then that hanged into memory. <laughs> That's kind of a weird segment there. That's wild. Mr. Damn crowd was really cool. Y you know, you're you're in an arena where there's no smoking cigarettes and you know, every now and then someone is smoking pot, you know. <laughs> it was and not it every was now and then. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in Amsterdam, <laughs> in, in Zygodom, right. yeah, it was uh, it was weird, you know. And um there's some good pot in Egypt? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, okay. yeah. Illegal? Illegal, for sure. E illegal? Illegal, yeah. It's illegal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, clean out your suitcase before we go to Alexander. <laughs> right, right. But they say they got some good shit, so I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, y you can enjoy it in Sinai. Okay. Not Sinai, Jane. Yeah, Sinai. You can enjoy your weed in Sinai. <laughs> so what's got the nicer beaches, Alexandria or this peninsula? Um, Alexander. <laughs> okay. That's where all the bikinis are. Bikinis, uh, lots of bikinis, yeah, in the north coast here. And also in Sinai, lots of uh, bikinis, yeah, if you want to look Very cool. Yeah. Bikinis and weed. Jeff, you in? I like, yeah. <laughs> <but> that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say no more. <laughs> wow, the things you learn, the more you know, season five, episode six. Mr. Elfie, check him out on Instagram at Hatefield. Some awesome covers. Elfie, I can't say thanks enough, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for reaching out to him. Podcast for all at gmail.com. Thanks for getting um, up early in the morning to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's as easy as that. Shoot us an Instagram message and shoot us an email at our Gmail. Leave us a five star review. Two five star reviews. Maybe a six star <laughs> if you get bored. 
thank you, man, for giving me the chance and and and, and definitely. Believe it or not, you're, uh, I consider you as a part of my family. I uh, look forward to wow. your episodes. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Because Thank you. This is a family I chose, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's really different. And it's a family, um, you know, that gives me passion. Um, pff, you know, no, n never bad vibes. N I've never taken anything, anything bad or negative from Metallica, anything. So it's the best thing ever happened to me, Metallica. So yeah, I'm, I'm proud to be uh, just a part of this family. Well, right? we're he we're here for you and all of our listeners, awesome, all of our guests, and it's you know awesome. That was amazing. Thank it's you. all family. Yeah. So yeah, we appreciate that. I appreciate it too. Thank you, man. Elfie, if you have one. Favorite episode of him podcast for all. Which one would it be? This one. Um, yeah, uh, this one. He hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was just talking yesterday to my wife, and I was just telling her, um, you know, um, this episode will be uh, something really important to me because it's the first time I've been introduced as a Metallica fan. You know, I've been introduced like lots of things like um, i've been a musicians engineer m lover whatever but it's 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 good to be introduced as um, a metallica fan okay this is alfie a metallica fan it's this really an excellent metallica fan who knows every line of san diego 1992 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really uh, special to me to be introduced in such way um, cool. Yeah, yeah, it means a lot to me. And guys, please keep doing what you're doing. You're so cool. For sure. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing, and it's it's it means a, a lot to me. And it, I'm sure it means a lot to many other Metallica family members. We have a lot of fun with it. We meet uh, great people like yourself. Um, I'm Thank glad you, you put up with us. We're goofy. We can be stupid at times, but we we have a heck of a time. You're it's cool, Metallica man. family. It's all all in fun, and uh, we're just getting started. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Keep it going, man, and, and thank you for everything, and keep it up. Maybe we'll see you next summer in Amsterdam, and we'll be in the red light district, and <laughs> Jeff will be uh, incoherent. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Whenever you are around here in Egypt, just give me a, drop me a call, and I'll be there for sure. Elfie, I know this is hard to believe. I've been in Cairo for 90 minutes one time. 90 minutes. Hey. I stopped there to get fuel for the airplane and go on to Ireland. Wow. Wow. I know. <laughs> well, so next time. Close, so close to seeing the sights and the beaches and the beautiful people, but it was just a fuel stop and on to Ireland. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me double to the So close, no matter how far. Thanks again, Alfie. Thank you. Have Thank a good morning. Much. Thank you, Chain and Jeff. Thank you. You too. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. You too. You too, guys. Bye-bye.